It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Thursday, February 18, 2016. When New Mexico's Senate this week considered a measure that would have asked voters whether to legalize marijuana, the debate inevitably became as much about Colorado as the lawmaker's home state. When making his case against the measure, Senator William Scherer, a Republican from Farmington, pointed to Denver where he said crime has increased since retail stores opened in the city in 2014. The New Mexico measure ultimately failed 24 to 17. Marijuana policy experts and Colorado officials urge caution when trying to grade legalization's impacts, which are the subject of debate all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, where this week justices are scheduled to discuss a lawsuit over pot filed against Colorado by two neighboring states. But there is one thing that legalization supporters, opponents, and neutrals within Colorado agree on. It's unlikely marijuana has much to do with Denver's recent uptick in crime, as Scherer suggested it has. In fact, according to the Denver Crime Statistics, marijuana crimes account for less than 1% of the total offenses in Denver in any given year. Marijuana has attracted many labels in its time. On Friday, Colorado lawmakers debate whether the state should give the drug one more often associated with purple carrots than purple haze, and that's certified organic marijuana labels. Colorado starts work Friday on becoming the first state to regulate organic labels in its pot industry, with other legal weed states watching to see whether they, too, should step in to help customers wondering what's on their weed. Organic standards are regulated federally, and pot remains illegal at the federal level, meaning there's nothing stopping commercial pot growers from calling their wares organic. Consumer confusion over organic marijuana peaked in Colorado earlier this year when Denver Health Authority seized thousands of plants from growers suspected of using off-limits chemicals on their plants. Most of the plants were ultimately released, but some were sold with names that suggested the products were natural or organic. As legal marijuana markets continue to expand in the United States, some experts are arguing that growers have both the need and the opportunity to make their operations greener. A new report published by data analysis firm New Frontier highlights the huge energy footprint of marijuana cultivation and outlines strategies to make production more energy efficient, a transition that the authors claim is not only good for the environment, but good for business too. The new report draws on data from a variety of sources, including businesses within the industry, government agencies, and consumer studies, and paints an alarming portrait of the industry's extreme energy use. Research cited in the report suggests that marijuana production in the United States accounts for 1% of the entire nation's electrical output, the equivalent of the electricity used by 1.7 million homes, with a staggering price tag of $6 billion per year. A marijuana-related proposal that would allow out-of-state investors to enter the Oregon pot industry cleared its first major hurdle in the Oregon legislature. Three proposals that would alter the ways in which legal marijuana is bought, sold, and regulated in Oregon gained momentum at the Capitol this week with relatively minimal debate or discord among partisan 
policymakers, pleasing many industry advocates who had been rallying for changes. Some of the issues these proposals addressed were, by contrast, points of dispute just a year ago when lawmakers were laying the groundwork to legalize marijuana. On Tuesday morning, House Bill 4094, a measure that would exempt banks from state criminal liability for doing business with the marijuana industry, moved to the Senate after gaining almost unanimous support in the House by a 56-3 vote. Financial institutions have been extremely worried to serve the pot industry because cannabis still is illegal under federal law, forcing marijuana businesses to operate on an almost entirely cash basis. Later that afternoon, a committee of both House and Senate lawmakers tasked with rolling out legalization unanimously approved Senate Bill 1511, which proposes to allow recreational dispensaries to sell medical marijuana to patients tax-free, affording businesses and consumers more options and convenience. Another pot proposal, House Bill 4014, cleared the House on Monday with broad support in a 48-11 vote. That bill, now up for Senate approval, would allow out-of-state investors to enter Oregon's burgeoning pot industry. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Thursday, February 18, 2016. I'm Russ Belville.